You're listening to Fan Holes, a podcast for fans by the fans. Secret Brothers. I have clinical. You guys are like wasting my time right now. Hey, baby. What's <laughs> going on? This is my microphone voice. <laughs> Where do you buy those that? I need one. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I didn't invent honorable mentions, mister. <laughs> I have a headset. It looks way cool. You should all be jealous. I, uh, we are. I'm with Mike on that one. I'm a woman! <laughs> it is our show. It's called Fan Holes, not, you know, what you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> We do a podcast? What the fuck? Hello, my kinder. This is Professor Pericles, and you're listening to Fan Halls, the pop culture podcast made for the fans by the fans. Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Fan Holes Podcast. This is your host, Derek, Derek WC, and I'm joined tonight by three very awesome and happy to be here Fan Holes. Why don't you give a shout out, guys? Hi, it's Mike. I guess this is okay. <laughs> your enthusiasm is overwhelming me, Mike, and waves. <laughs> This is Justin Grimlock, and I'm going to Tokyo Drift across the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, this is Tony Chainclaw, and I like That's... cartoons. <laughs> and cartoons! Cartoons, what a, what a segue. And that's exactly what we're going to be discussing tonight. Troopers, I just received new orders. Our superiors say... It's cancelled. We can all go home. We decided to call this show our cancelled cartoon cavalcade, so we could all touch on uh, various cartoon shows, various animated series that all of us have seen and either liked or hated or whatever. But uh, the the kind of uh, overarching theme of the episode is just you know cartoons that basically have now been cancelled. So, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking about talking about some, some new Thundercats, some Young Justice, some Green Lantern, some Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, some Tron Uprising, some G.I. Joe Renegades, and maybe throw in a little bit of Futurama, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, and uh, Clone Wars. So I guess we'll get into it. Is there anything anybody is, is dying to, uh, to bring up among the, the canceled cartoon cavalcade? Like, are there series that you, you're just, Really heart fallen that uh, that they've been canceled. I, I really got into Thundercats on Adult Swim because I couldn't watch it when it was airing originally because I was working, and it really just pissed me off how much I was getting into it and how good a show it was. And it was just like, why? So that, that one, that one really kind of kind of did kind of hurt the old uh, fanboy in me. I was just that that sucks. <laughs> That show had like a ton of like like petitions and stuff for Cartoon Network to like keep it, but you know, 
obviously nothing came to fruition. Yeah, I mean, just off the top of my head, I just like the animation style. I like the fact that it was a, a more serious take of the old 80s cartoon. It was written really smartly. I mean, there was some anime episodes where it was, like, you know, kind of anime-ish and stuff, which isn't bad, obviously. There's nothing wrong with that. But by and large, it was just... It really kind of spoke to me of what a remake could be if you actually took the time to make it a quality product and didn't just half-ass it. Yeah, I think what I've been noticing just watching all these different series is what I've been noticing overwhelmingly is that the... The series that have been canceled fall into that whole, uh, you know, studio exec doesn't like them because anybody can't tune into them in the middle of it, if that makes any sense. You know, like, they all seem to have that overreaching, you know, uh, you know, character arcs and story arcs where they, you know, like, you know, especially something like Young Justice. I mean, it's not like anybody's going to start watching Young Justice, like, by the third episode of the second season or whatever. And I think that holds true for, like, a lot of these series, like Thundercats or Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated or whatever, even Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, whereas all all these series that get replaced, you know, it's it's this kind of like, hey, dude, I'm not responsible, woo, Spider-Man type stuff, you know, like Ultimate Spider-Man where you can just watch any old fucking episode and it doesn't mean dick if you haven't seen, like, the 20 other episodes or whatever. Yeah, because um, you guys all love Spectacular Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that show a lot. Um, another big problem seems to be, at least for the shows that do have toy lines, is that they aren't selling as well, or at least as uh, well as they were okay. projected. So it's like, Young Justice and Thundercats aren't selling that many toys, let's cancel them. Yeah, I, yeah, guess, I, guess, I guess Young, Young Justice, Justice didn't, didn't sell as well. well. That's well, pretty much like I look on Greg Wiseman's like webpage every so often. He's like the consistent thing he always tells the fans. He was like, "If you do not, you know, if you want to support this show, buy the merchandise. God damn it, you know, like that." Yeah, and, and that's sad though, because I mean, you would hope that like the viewership would just at least help it stay on at least for you know a season or two, but. It is it is a it is a commercial capitalist world here. So. If they'd have made oh, Miss Martian, I would have bought it. <laughs> you didn't buy the four inch Miss Martian, so you're dead dead to Greg Wiseman apparently. So. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, like, do you think that uh, I, this may be outdated info by the time this podcast airs? But do you do you even think? I know they kept saying, "Oh, we will release that Young Justice video game," but I mean, like now it just seems like it's almost pointless. Like. Yeah. Well, they they seem they seem like you know confident that it's coming out. Oh, hell bent on 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 releasing it one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. So, but, well, I guess we'll see. Maybe it'll be like a, a value price or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting though because some of these these cartoons that we're talking about like didn't have toy lines at all. Like, uh, but I wonder Scooby-Doo. if I, yeah, Scooby Doo didn't have a toy line. Neither did Tron. Green Lantern or Tron. You know, but. Uh, what about Renegades? Did Renegades, G.I. Joe Renegades, have its own separate toy line, you know, like besides the regular uh, no, G.I. Joe toys? Uh, well, it it was kind of weird. Uh, when Renegades was airing, G.I. Joe had two lines going concurrently. They had Pursuit of Cobra, and then they went into the 30th anniversary of G.I. Joe, and they released Renegades, like, specific molds. I mean, they were the characters from the Renegades. They were in that style and that kind of thing. 
but they never had like there was no G.I. Joe figure that said G.I. Joe Renegades and had like specific artwork, you know, to just direct. Oh, they the were time. just they were part of the thirtieth anniversary line? Yeah, like they would have like a drawing of like let's say Cobra Commander from Renegades and it would be in that animated style on the packaging, but it was all under the same brand of thirtieth anniversary or, you know, whatever. So they didn't really get their own like standalone toy line. Like the Resolute guys even got like a Resolute packaging, but Renegades didn't. I mean, I was not a big fan of that show, but I wonder if if the sales on those specific toys played any part in the show's cancellation. I don't know. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot. There was, like, I think a Cobra Commander, a Cobra Trooper, a uh, Tunnel Rat, Snake Eyes Duke, and I think uh, Scarlet. I think that's it. Hmm, okay. Yeah, they didn't do a whole lot of figures from that show. So that might have been why it also, yeah, got shit canned pretty quick. I I it I don't know like uh, I don't know I wonder like sometimes it's like why are you going to like do these shows if you're not going to make like any merchandise for them or like you know I I like I guess I don't understand how it all like works but it is funny with GI Joe that they were all about the pursuit of cobra which was a direct follow up to the Rise of Cobra movie which sucked horribly. <laughs> I mean the figures were good don't get me wrong I like the pursuit of cobra toys but like I'm like you're you're putting all your money into this, and like you got this cartoon that's on right now, and you could be you know hyping the crap out of this. There's plenty of prime toys. Why not hype this too? You know, it seems weird because it seems like the time it takes to design certain things, like say the previous previous example of the Young Justice video game. Like some of these things are in development for so long before they actually come out, so then they become untimely by the time you actually release them. It's kind of funny, like when you're looking at like you know, character molds and designs and things like that. So it's kind of like, you know, maybe if the Thundercats figures had all been six-inch figures, like, from the start, then maybe more people would have jumped on the bandwagon or something because maybe not so many people wanted to buy the eight-inch ones. I don't know, you know, like, and but but by the time it finally caught up to all that stuff, like, the, the show was off the air and, and the line... You know, all these toys were on clearance, you know, because nobody yeah. was buying them, you know. So. Even, even though old fogies like us loved them, you know, there's probably a lot of kids who are like, why do I fuck do I want the 80s Lion-O? He's not in the show. This isn't Lion-O, you know. Shut up, you fuck. Well, you start to wonder, like, do, do people really buy those kind of toys for their kids? It's like, you know, the, the adults go in and buy toys for their kids, so they buy some random, you know, Iron Man, you know, Rainbow Sherbert, cholesterol armor or whatever it is right and or or they go in and they buy you know they don't buy young justice toys they buy uh you know power rangers or you know one thing i'll give up and and this show is not going to get canceled i'll tell you what is the the new teenage mutant ninja turtles cartoon from nickelodeon because man product is always always stocked in the fucking store and kids and parents and everybody they're always walking in there and buying it it's like i've never walked into a store once where i couldn't buy all four freaking turtles i I think i don't i don't know if playmates are just, like, idiot savants, because, like, that's their main toy line. They had a lot of toy lines in the early 90s with different products and different properties. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they they keep their fucking finger on the pulse. They're like, we will have shit in the stores. You will be able to buy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I mean, they and, must have really good distribution, yeah. Yeah, because it's like their, their stuff is always stocked in the stores. I always see, you know, kids and parents of kids buying those toys for their kids. And the show is obviously you know, 
popular enough that they, that there's that kind of synergy with the marketing and the merchandising and and what's currently on the air and all that other stuff. And I think some of maybe these other shows, like Young Justice, might be a really really great show, right? But then if there's no synergy, you know, there's not the the products that are in the stores. Like parents aren't buying those for the kids. Like nobody knows who the hell Aqualad is. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they just don't fucking yeah. care. And I, I didn't like the presentation of the toys either, because like they had a lot of weird poses and like the big box figures. Mm. And I mean, they weren't ugly; they weren't bad looking figures. But when I was walking down the toile, I would be like, "Okay, do I want like whatever his name is, Aqualad, whatever his name turned out to be, uh, or do I want, you know, say, yeah, obviously, I mean, it's the go-to. Do I want this Batman figure who's got the slick packaging?" You know, it's obvious they put a lot more effort into this, and, you know, they just show off the figure. They don't have to put them in a crazy pose, and, like, everybody knows Batman, and they cross Well, it seems like, it seems like the, those toy lines, at least the bigger ones, it's like the ones with all the dioramas or whatever. I mean, there's some cool dioramas, but it's like you, you had to pay extra money for them. You know what I mean? And then people were, like, used to paying, you know, whatever it was, like, 10 to 12 bucks a figure and then you know the economy was going in the tanker so now everybody's paying 15 to 17 bucks for those same toys and in the middle of that these young justice figures come out and they're actually 20 dollars because it comes with a diorama base or whatever and it's just like most people are thinking like well i would have paid 10 dollars for that figure but i won't pay 20 dollars for that figure with all this extra crap you know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, I could I could see that, you know. Well, do, do you think it actually, I mean, to go back to actually the topic, because we, we kind of drifted to toys, do you, do you think it's actually kind of a testament to these shows that so many people have developed, like, kind of cult followings for these shows and stuff, despite not having merchandise or not having merchandise? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I think the Tron show and the Scooby-Doo show and, and even, you know, to some degree, the Green Lantern show, I mean, they're, they're all, you know, they try to do their best to have a, you know, a long, intertwining, connected storyline with, with various characters and stuff like that. I mean, I, I found certain things about them really interesting. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought the Scooby-Doo thing, you know, I, I we, we must have talked about this before, but, I mean, you know, the early seasons were, like, it was all incestuous and, and Velma and Shaggy were together, <laughs> and it was all kind of, I don't know, I found that kind of creepy. You know, I guess I guess it's... it's Especially that, that, when Scooby-Doo's, like, jealous... <laughs> Yeah, I you know the the Daphne Fred thing like I guess that was introduced it felt like to me in the movies but it's like one of those things where it's like uh, it's like me watching Transformers Prime or something or, or, or GI Joe Renegades and it's like yeah I barfed when I first heard it in the movie but it's like now it's almost like bone claws where it's such a part of the lexicon that like I'm like okay yeah fine Fred and Daphne are a fucking thing whatever but it's like you're not gonna throw in all this weird you know, creepy stuff about, you know, parents, and I don't know, there, there, there's some stuff in there that's, that's a, I think, is a little bit much for, for a kid's show, but at the same time, like, there there's lots of cool little cameos and stuff, I mean, I know we talked about the whole sidekick team up on the podcast before, but that was really cool, and then the, the one episode I watched that I dug a whole lot was, uh, was the uh, Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt episode. Like, I thought that was really bitching, because Blue Falcon's all, like, Dark Knight Returns and shit, where he's like, 
I'm taking out the perps right now. <laughs> like I'm breaking their legs. And then off to the side, Dynamite's like, okie dokie, Blue Falcon. <laughs> you know, and you're just kind of like, this is kind of funny. You know, and it's also kind of cool. It's like a commentary almost. It's like they can kind of get away with making fun of Batman because it's not Batman almost, you know? Yeah. Like, so I kind of I, I kind of dug that and thought it was cool. And then the, the whole way they tied in the... You know, I know, I just, you know, spoilers if you haven't fucking seen it, but, like, they tie in, uh, you know, Johnny Quest, or at least they have, you know, uh, Dr. Quest is the one who basically, you know, creates Dino Mutt in the first place. Like, they're, he, they're all part of uh, Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt's all hardcore and heavy origin sequence or whatever, where he's like a, a security guard for, for Quest Labs or whatever, and then it's, this... It's almost kind of like a Venture Brothers kind of tie-in, almost. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, where they're all kind of, you know, they, they, they're tying in all these different Hanna-Barbera characters in the same universe, so that idea of a a shared universe, you know, whether it's, you know, Sentai guys teaming up or Power Rangers or comic book guys or, or whatever it is, the Hanna-Barbera guys, like, that stuff, you know, that always makes me kind of squeeze. So I thought that was kind of neat. Well, I know Justin's a big fan of Mystery Incorporated, like, so... Yeah. I th- I'm kind of with Derek about, you know, uh, Shaggy and Vilma a little bit, but, like, they're towards, like, the second season. I was kind of wanting them to, like resolve their differences and get back together. I don't know. Like, I thought that was kind of, like, something that, like, ran hot and heavy in the first season, and it's, like, they kind of dropped it, and it's only, like, brief, briefly mentioned. But I think it's a great show. I like I like all the crossovers, like Derek's been mentioning. I like all the uh, references to, like, other material, too. It's, like, I don't want to swallow anything, but there's, like, a great moment, like, in one... It's either the last or next-to-last episode where... They, like, have to do this big assault underground, and something happens, like, something explodes, and uh, Fred has, like, this great, like, uh, Star Trek Three reference. I'm like, man, that was, like, that was really well done, and it was just, like, a really <laughs> nice touch to see, like, that mention. I'm like, that was really nice, but, like... Is it is it is it cool all the time? Like, I, I sometimes, like, I found it randomly weird, because I was like, like, you know, again, I guess I am spoiling stuff, unlike Justin, but I'm just like... What did you think of the whole Twin Peaks stuff? Like, cause I, I, it's like sometimes I'll watch the show and I'll just be like, what? Like, what is this? Like, this is not for children, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. it's clearly like a reference for adults that are watching this show that like get like, oh, this is totally a reference to Twin Peaks or, or you know, whatever yeah. it is, you know, like. I must say, even though I didn't watch a whole lot of it, it did seem to have like this slightly darker tone than what you would expect. Yeah, from yeah, yeah, definitely. I got a few hotel rules. Rule number one, boys and girls in separate rooms. No exceptions. Then I guess I'm with you, Daphne. I said no exceptions. But I'm a girl. Oh, right. Rule number two, stay in your rooms, no matter what you hear. That includes screams, moans, wails, pounding, clawing, scratching, and anything that sounds like a body being dragged across a hardwood floor. Okay. Like, the, the last, like, two or three episodes, those are, like, especially... They're heavy with, like, references to other material, and they're especially dark, too, especially, like, the, the last two episodes. They're very dark, so I kind of... They're... They're, I would agree that they're not really kid friendly. I think they're more like in the teenager, like, like I think it's that's what it's skewing to. Like I don't know what 
what the actual like target audience would be, but like a, a seven year old, six year old, like yeah, they totally wouldn't get like half the stuff that's in the show. They'd probably be scared shitless too. Do you think the animation style really helped that? Because it was a de- definitely a different look for Scooby Doo than what we u- were used to. Yeah, I think the like the last series, what's new Scooby Doo? It was very like bright, colorful, like you know, it was it had really good animation too, but it was it was a definitely bright cartoon for kids. This one's like you know dark and moody and uh, it's kind of scary maybe a little well, bit. Well, it's got that whole like like Batman the animated series vibe. Yeah. It's all kind of you know in the shadows and everything spooky. And then what, what were you calling it before? You were like it's the Watchmen of yeah. Scooby Doo or something. It's, you it's know? totally like the the Watchmen of Scooby Doo. Just like <laughs> all the different like relationships and revelations about you know Fred's parents and it ties into this and there's all kinds of nefarious spooky stuff it's tying into with the Mayans and you're just like well this is blowing my mind. You're going all the way back to the Mayans and all these other teams. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that was what was cracking me up. Like I think I think the character I like the best though is I, I love Professor Pericles because like I'm like he's <laughs> yeah. the man. Like that's like it's like. Oh, Kinder, like, this is Professor Pericles, and we are totally, like, messing up your mystery-solving plans. You know, I was just kind of like, this is... This <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just still stuck on the idea of, like, you know, the gang's hiding out, and Daphne's like, oh, all right, guys, well, I'll catch up with you in a few moments. I'm going to go change real quick. And, like, Fred's like, yeah, I'll catch up with you guys in a minute, too. <laughs> Later in the pool room. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's the comedian. I guess I guess that would make fucking Shaggy the fucking uh <laughs> the what the the hood or whatever. Fucking Scooby Doo is Rorschach. He's like and the people will look up to me and say, help, and I'll say, no. No! I'm not rocked in here with you. You're rocked in here with me. I just picture like a giant blue naked Freddy, and he's like, I don't know what pleases you anymore, Daphne. <laughs> Giant blue Freddy waiter <laughs> with an ascot, of course. I, I, I think you guys have helped me like figure out what I'm going to draw for the title card this time. It's going to be Scooby Doo writing Rorschach's mask and fedora. Uh, so what is Shaggy like? Night Owl? Or? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's like, well, zoinks, Daphne! I always liked you. I guess Velma's like Ozymandias or something. <laughs> Jinkies, I blew up the fucking world 20 minutes ago. Scrap, scrappy is the comedian. <laughs> oh, man. I guess, oh, shit, that, that only leaves like... Oh, God, Scooby Dumb is fucking <laughs> Manhattan. <laughs> Scooby Dumb. Oh, man. I've established this base on Mars to watch the end of the universe. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> Our Scooby Doo Watchmen crossover. Green light it. Green light it, Larry. It's brilliant. Do it. Do it now. Oh man. 
yeah, I mean, it, it's it's an interesting show, you know. It's I, I don't begrudge, you know, watching it, you know, or anything like that. But I, I do think it de- it definitely skews to um, to more adult sensibilities, you know, than anything else. Uh, the only thing I can say about it is, is I really don't like Scooby Doo. Uh, in fact, I probably hate it. And even I could watch some episodes of this, and I was fine. I wasn't like, you know, oh, this is shit. I was like, I was actually pretty entertained by it. So coming from a hater, that's pretty high praise. Uh, I don't know. I've always liked Scooby-Doo, like especially when I was a kid. Like Tony just joked about Scooby-Dum. I love Scooby-Dum. I thought he was like great. Um, and like I, I probably mentioned this when we talked about the first season, but I watched like most of the un- incarnations of the various, you know, cartoon series and whatnot. So I've always liked it, but I'm I'm pretty disappointed that it's not getting a third season, like, especially with the last episode, like, I will spoil one thing, like, Harlan Ellison shows up voiced as himself, and the way it ends, you're like, well, let, well, well I want to see more, and there's no more, I want to see more, and there's no more. Yeah, and that's the thing with, like, Thundercats, you know, they give you these, like, shows you start to enjoy and get invested in, and then it's just like, oh, here's a big teaser, and you're fucked. You know, just like not a not a happy wrap up. What, what uh, did Young Justice have a satisfying wrap up? I was not a huge fan of that show. I didn't watch it a lot. It wasn't anything against that. I just didn't get a chance to watch it that much. Um, was, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. But I mean, they, they it was not exactly written. You know, it like like clear, a lot of it was shows. clear. Like they had more to say. Yeah. But, yeah. Like you know. Uh, it was I mean, like, here, here's the end in case it's the end, but really we're not done. And that kind uh, of I will spoil this a little bit. If you know anything about the history of the Flash, you know anytime he disappears, he's not dead. He's like forward in time, back in time. He's in the Speed Force, and that's kind of like the note it ended on. So yeah, yeah. if you're a fan of the Flash, you're going to be like, okay, well, the next season they're going to be looking for the Flash. Or, you know. Oh, dude, I actually did see that last five minutes in because I was just cruising through YouTube, and they were like, you know – Impulse sacrifices himself. I didn't know that was the last episode. That fucking sucks. Well, uh, to offer some closure to you guys, according to Greg Wiseman, the Speed Force does not exist in the Young Justice universe. Oh, what does he know? So, Wally, Wally <laughs> West is gone up. forever. <laughs> That'd be great if they came in the next episode. It's like, we going to look for Wally? Nah. Or is it Bart? Like is it Bart? That, the first... Uh, uh, it, was, it was Wally. Okay. The first episode of like season three like ends and they've got like uh, his skeleton there like well I guess he is dead the end <laughs> like wait what dude harsh no I wonder if I wonder if had Young Justice continued if there would have been any edicts to you know like like for instance that that Wally should be removed because they wanted Bart to be. Kid Flash or something, you know, to tie into, yeah, you know, like the new 52 version of Teen Titans, like to, to kind of skew that universe a little bit more to what was currently going on or not, well, you know. I I remember reading somewhere that uh, Weissman said if they had another season that they would have done another time jump and you would have had like more new characters introduced and other existing characters like maybe yeah, Dickressman would have been evolved or something. Yeah, he was, like, suggesting that it would have been, like, Dick Grayson as Batman and, like, Damien as Robin. Oh, wow. Wow, that would have been sweet. But, yeah. yeah. And, like, I was, it, obviously, if Wally was still around, he'd be, like, the Flash and stuff and, you know, stuff like that. But uh, that will never happen now. This season on Young Justice, even younger Justice. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, I, I, I was going through this out here because um, this is a show I really should have watched, and I heard you guys say nothing but good, good, good things about it, and I really do. I, I saw the first episode, and it was really good, but like. Uh, I even heard on the internet a lot of uh, rumblings of people who were like pissed off, especially since we've got Avengers Assemble. So, like, was uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes just totally shit can before it's time? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, it kind of got sabotaged in its last, in its second season because they were trying to make the transition over to, like, you know, Jeff Loeb's, like, goons and whatever. So, well, you know, not- say it. Well, not not to not to say like too much, but the the new show, any of the episodes I liked or at least thought did not completely suck ass of Avengers Assemble, they were co-written by guys who wrote episodes of Earth's Mightiest Heroes in the first season. So, like, I don't have the guys' names handy, but I, I remember I posted them in a thread or whatever. But it's like all the Man of Action episodes like suck. And, and yeah. Man of Action basically started writing Earth's Mightiest Heroes like in like the latter half of the second season, basically when they knew they were going to shit-can that show to make their own sort of movie tie-in-ish, you know, cartoon, which was Avengers Assemble, I guess, you know? So it's like, I, you know, I mean, there's hope that that series could get better, but it kind of sucks that they, they seem to have a really good synergy. Like, that first season of Earth's Mightiest Heroes is just... Like one of the like bar none, like the greatest Avengers cartoon. Not that there's much to compare it to, but I mean it's a really really good Avengers cartoon. You know the second season, you know Jeff Loeb was trying to bring in all his baby ideas and these kind of kind of more new concepts to the Marvel universe, whether it's like Winter Soldier or Red Hulk or you know whatever it was. But you know Secret Invasion, yeah, you know things like that. It was kind of funny because I remember on the uh, board we post at, uh, I won't name names, I will, I will, you know, not be that guy, but there was... On, uh, on Bot Talk? Yeah, but there was one guy, well, I was talking about, like, the guy I was posting. <clears throat> he was, like, oh, you know, okay. he was very pro-Avengers Assemble because he's like, it's the movie-verse, all these stories can be new and, like, like, stuff I haven't seen before. And I'm like, dude, like, Avengers comics haven't got a lot of love. Watching these... Like shows and like you know, animated form is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. What what irritated me with that second season of Earth Mighty Serials was you had like this kind of teasing build up to Suter, and then it's like oh, last episode it went away. Yeah. Yeah, it's like last episode. All right, it's gonna have Enchantress and Suter, and then oh, here's Galactus. Wait, what? What? Why Galactus? Yeah, yeah. Galactus came out of nowhere. It's like yeah. I would have expected like uh, Terminus or something, but it's like Galactus. That he's a fantastic four. I don't understand. Well, it's probably like a like you know the kids. They don't know who Terminus is, but they know who Galactus is. They know him. He's a giant fart cloud. Now come on, (laughs) you know, got to put the giant fart cloud in it. He's a giant fart cloud, Larry. He was really big in that Ultimate Alliance game. Let's do it. Let's greenlight it. It happens when I eat between planets. Giant fart cloud. He was in that Marvel vs. Capcom too. So the giant fart cloud has just got to keep hitting the ground, going die, die, <laughs> die, die. No, I mean, I, I think that that I I would have liked to see more. You know, at least a complete 
uh, run of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I mean, I don't expect these cartoons to run for hundreds of episodes like Clone Wars did, but, I mean, you know, I, I would have liked to see, you know, at least, you know, like a Brave and the Bold run, you know, for yeah. Young Justice. Yeah, or, at least get your, like, get your good syndicated 60-episode kind of thing going. Yeah, yeah, if they did their... If they did their you know, 65 episodes, like, I would have been content with that, you know. I would have been like, content if I got to see Hellcat and Swordsman, but I'm never gonna get to see that. I don't know, they're they're using all kinds of obscure villains like Dracula, like Dracula. In, uh, in the Assemble, but I suppose if Swordsman shows up in that, he'll be like a, you know, I don't know, he'll listen to, like, hip-hop tunes Justin, and Justin, use a skateboard or something. Just, just be happy with your Avengers like '90s cartoon swordsman <laughs> appearance, okay? That's all I got. Like on the on the new show, it'll just be like, yeah, I just totally killed a guy. I'm gonna tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people do now. I. What is it's like the Falcon like filming them like while they live together or something basic. Yeah, it's a reality show. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I guys, you gotta understand. Like, shows like Spectacular Spider-Man, Thundercats, you know, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, they have to, like, get rid of these shows so we can have quality program like Hulk, Agents of Smash, come on, come on. Yeah, I know, I know, right? (laughs) Smash! There's Hulk family! (laughs) Hulk will start Hulk's own Hulk world! (laughs) See, it's a way of propagating uh, the new counterculture because, you know, Hulk can be surrounded by all his bastard children and it's going to be normalized and okay. It's cool to go and have (laughs) sex with women in other dimensions and have uh, bastard offspring and then you can make a big giant shield espionage unit out of them. Hulk smash. (laughs) Hulk smash lots of pussy. (laughs) How do, yeah, I want I want to I want to see the conversation where they're like, you know, uh, uh, Scar is on the TV screen, and then you know, little Jimmy has to ask his mom like, how did Scar come about exactly? And you're like, well, that's an interesting that's an interesting question, Jimmy. See, I it's mean, a, two Hulks love each other very much. See, see, there's a gamma irradiated stork as well. Hey, and what do you call She-Hulk's on the team? So I can't wait for the incest episode yeah, yeah. that Mark Dude. Millar will write. I, I, I want I want them to go into the far flung future where there's uh, hillbilly Hulks as well. Uh, <laughs> need some more quality programming like that. The Hulk love jug bands. <laughs> well, <laughs> what about um? You know, was there anything else? Like, did we want to go into like? Tron Uprising, or was there anything else on, like, Young Justice, or, or anything that anybody else wanted to uh, well, throw out there? The thing with Tron Uprising is is that it's one of those shows that, like, hasn't been officially really for reals canceled. Like, I read somewhere, like, even the creator is like, we don't, we haven't got any news. Oh, they don't know. They yeah, don't. they don't know, so. Who knows? Um, maybe maybe because it is quote-unquote Disney, you know, like, maybe maybe it'll pull a Ar- Iron Man Armored Adventures, and, like, five years later, you'll be like, <laughs> season two! Like, booyah! You know, well, either, that or, either that or it's like a gas leak execution. Yeah. It's like, you are already dead, yeah. and you don't even know it. Yeah. Um, or, or it might just be like, uh, I know they're making another Tron movie, so they might just be wanting to tie it into that, you know, for maximum rating synergy and all that crap. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they seem to finally, like, they're getting their shit together to make a Tron Legacy sequel, so maybe they're just going to let Tron Uprising play out and then maybe make a second season. I don't know, but, I mean, 
halfway through they changed the showtime. They changed it from like Fridays or something. They changed it to like midnight Sunday. So I mean that's kind of the yeah kiss that's of death like anyway. Death now, right? Yeah. But but that was a really great show. I mean I mean we've talked about it before, but like the last. It's not one of those shows that were like, you know, Mystery uh, Incorporated. It's like the last three or four episodes. Like, it got really good. Like, a yeah, lot of those yeah. annoying characters became less annoying. They became more developed. They had a really, uh, really interesting episode where, like, uh, you know, Elijah Wood, like, you thought he was going to, like, kind of get together with the evil woman's uh, page, and they kind of had a friendship and stuff, and it kind of... Yeah, that, that reminded me, I, w- I was thinking it's like, they, they made her, like, the Electra okay. or the Sansereth of the show or something like that, where it's like, oh, they're going to have this this little romance and, and play Cybertron pool for a little while, and then, you know, of course, things are going to have to turn bad again later, but they had that sort of peaceful, romantic moment in time, kind of like right before... You know, Camille has to fight with, uh, you know, the Psycho Gundam or whatever. You know, like things like that, where it's like, oh, they they had their nice little, you know, romantic thing. And if if it wasn't for who they were and what side they were on, you know, they 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 might have gotten together type thing. It's like, I love you, I love you too. Now we gotta die. Yeah. <laughs> no, I gotta. I know I love fight. You. fight you to the Quit death. Fight. Them's fighting words. The the one thing I was gonna say is who who does Paul Rubens play again? Cyrus or is that that Lance Hendrickson? Uh, Lance Hendrickson is the main bad guy. Yes. Yeah. Well, whatever whatever Paul Rubens guy's name is, like he got really like I mean because he was kind of like the star scream of the show, but like yeah. like there there are these moments where he gets really kill crazy and like he does seem like a threatening bad guy, especially when he gets that power upgrade and he starts going around like just slicing and dicing all these different programs. But then anytime he maniacally laughs, he just turns into Pee Wee Herman for me. Because it's like, it's like, he, he like, he slaughters all these guys, like, and you're like, holy shit, this guy's really badass. And then all of a sudden he's like running through slaughter guys going, ah, 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 ah. You know, and you're just kind of like, okay, that kind of fucked it up for me. But it was pretty awesome. Like, because you know. have... <laughs> he's like, he's like, he totally, he go, there's this one scene, he goes into like a jail cell and he's like, oh, you're, you know, some scrubby, you know, uh, uh, you know, rebellion guy or whatever. It's like, come on, fight me, you know? And he like basically chops the guy up and everything, but then he turns around and maniacally laughs and he's like, <laughs> you know, and you're just kind of like, all right. It's like, it kind of, it's like he's Pee Wee Herman, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah, looking for his bike. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, that'd be a great episode if he had like a, a light cycle and he lost it, and he just spent the entire episode <laughs> looking for his bike. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. He has to go to like the Tron Digital Alamo <laughs> and Tron Digital Dinosaur and all kinds of stuff. Uh, the entire time, the good guy is Francis trying it's, to. Work. It's like if you thought Derek complained about the. Tron warehouse in the water. Wait till he complains about the Tron Alamo and the Tron yeah, there's dinosaur. Still, there's, there, there is lots of action at that warehouse for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know if it's to piss me off or what. Oh, you know what I was going to bitch about too? What the fuck is Tron and Abel and, and Elijah Wood doing in a fucking snowstorm in the middle of fucking digital world? Why is there a snowstorm? Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> And then, like, the poor bastard almost, like, falls off the snow cliff. It's fucking a computer! Come on, man! Derek, 
You, that's when your computer gets a dust balls and stuff, and that you know that's the representation of that. It's like fucking bullshit. There's no <laughs> snow in fucking computer land. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, probably and like okay, feel free to yell at me for being probably too nerdy and enjoying the uh, movie too much. But they said like when they go off the grid to that like terrain and shit where they like don't have light cycles that have the trail yeah. and stuff. It's like, you know, untamed computer wilderness, which still makes no fucking sense, but at least they kind of established it, you know? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, at least they made reference to it before, you know? I mean, it's still kind of stupid. I mean, it'd be like, you know, oh, man, we've been walking in this robot computer desert for hours. I really need some cyber water, you know? I'm so thirsty, you know? Like, you're a computer program. You don't need to drink stuff. I'm like, I'm thirsty. Thirsty, thirsty. But yeah, you're right. I'm I'm just gonna bitch about the snowstorm, but like it's it's still it's it, it was a fun show to watch and it's good. Like I if it does get a miraculous Armored Adventures like second season like five years down the road, then great. But yeah, if it's not, then like that's kind of that's still too bad, I guess. Because yeah. yeah. like the music on that show is awesome, like yeah. the score and everything. Like is that is that on like a CD or something yet? Like because the score on that show is great. I have no idea, sir. I uh, don't think so, but how many, I swear um, to it. How many episodes did that show go on? Nineteen. Yeah, I think it was some odd, like nineteen. Yeah, it was. It was like a season and a half for like a normal show, because most normal cartoons get like a twelve episode season on cable, anyway. If you're not like you know, Family Guy or Simpsons. It's usually like thirteen episodes or twenty six episodes, because that ties into the whole magic syndication number. But this was just kind of like some kind of cable show where they just did like you know almost like Battlestar Galactica or something where it's like here's 10 episodes here's another 10 you know basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's 19 why don't you do 24 yeah I got bored yeah <laughs> Bill was really pissed off about the snow thing and quit <laughs> yeah like this is bullshit i I wonder if Bruce Box not, Brock Slightner was like why is there snow in my cartoon <laughs> To fight for the user in the snow, apparently, assholes. <laughs> now, like, Bruce knows better than that. He wants he wants his paycheck. He's not gonna he's not gonna fuck up an ongoing paycheck. Like he's like, that. I'm gonna call Straczynski. Can we get some more Babylon Five stuff? Come on, <laughs> I gotta get out of this Tron snow mountain thingy. Come on. He's like he's like. Otherwise, I'm going off to do Transmorphers Three. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be four hours long. Oh, was was there any shows that like ended abruptly that like you guys uh, were actually kind of okay with? Yeah, I hated Renegades. It ended totally on a cliffhanger. I could give two shits if it <laughs> never comes back. Like, like cancel too soon before it's time? No, man, it's good. No, <laughs> that show was terrible. I don't want it. You know, like yeah. I I, I like GI Joe, and like I even though I was like you know spouting off information about the figures and stuff. And this sounds like a really weird nitpick. The one reason why I never watched that show is everybody had such weird fucking noses. The character models were just really odd. There's one thing I didn't like about it. Yeah, they just didn't I mean, look right. Never mind, it's like thinly veiled A-Team, and then you have like weird versions of characters like Zartan. You know, it's like, oh, here's Snowjob, and oh, he's going to go away now. Here's Shipwreck, and he's going to go away now too, and... I, I don't know. I just I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I, I saw like the uh, 
like I said, the action figure. I didn't even watch the cartoon that much. But, like, the Cobra Commander with that weird half mask where he still had his eye poking out and stuff, and it was just like, ugh. And he had his, like, Steve Bloom spoken, like, 12 packs a day voice or whatever. <laughs> See, I didn't even know about that. It? <laughs> I'm Cobra Commander. <laughs> no, he was like, he's like, I, I don't even know if I could do it, but he's just kind of like, you know, or whatever, you know, like, he, he just had a really, really low Oh, kind of like the fucking voice. doctor from the movie? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. Like, kind of like that. They want to start a war with Cobra. Then Cobra will finish it. I don't know. I mean, I try, I kept up with it. I watched it. I, I did buy the Blu-ray Shout Factory DVD release, just or not DVD release, the Blu-ray release, because, like, Transformers Prime and stuff, like, I... I just wanted to financially support the release of full seasons of animation on Blu-ray because uh, I just I believe in that. Like so I, I, I wouldn't shit that you want to see, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like when 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 Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which is a show I love, comes out on Blu-ray. I went and I had to get the import of the the Blu-rays from Canada or whatever. But I mean, I would hope Shout Factory would release things like that here domestically that's why even though i don't like care too much for wolverine and the x-men you know i did buy the blu-ray release because i'm like oh i want i want things that are animated you know to to have full season sets and not this whole you know kind of the the whole warner brothers distribution thing where it's like young justice part one part two part fucking up your ass or whatever it's like i I want the whole season yeah i mean it looks like it looks like Batman Brave and the Bold is going to get ready to have a Blu-ray release finally, but it's like now I feel like, oh, it's too late. I bought it on DVD, but... Yeah, I'm about to say, they actually did do the full season on DVD. I'll give them that at least. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> even, even there, they did, you know, the part one, part two, like things yeah. like that. I mean, I guess I don't mind the part one, part two stuff as long as the whole thing gets done, but, you know, with like Thundercats, let's say, the, the, the one positive thing about the new Thundercats series was when I heard it was canceled, I was like, oh, okay, I'll buy all the DVDs then. You know what I mean? Because it's like, and at yeah. the time, I didn't buy the first DVD because there were only eight episodes. So I was like, that's not the whole first season. And once I heard it was canceled, I'm like, they're not making a season set. <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. canceled. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, I'll just buy the ones that have eight episodes per disc. And it was like three DVDs. And it was like, I think it had all, you know, 20 whatever episodes there were, you know. Yeah, you're still getting the full season. You just had to break it up, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's a shame, you know, because like... It would seem to me, like, I mean, certain shows, okay, like Thundercats, wasn't apparently very popular as a whole as far as kids and stuff. You know, older fans did dig it and stuff. And there's shows like that that, you know, like, even like Megas XLR. That's another show that got canceled pretty quickly before its time. A lot of people love that show. And I can at least kind of understand not wanting to do a huge, big-ass Magnum Opus DVD thing. I mean, I, I kind of get that. But, like, shows like, you know, Young Justice and stuff and all that, you know, it's like these shows that have, like, that DC tie-in or that Marvel tie-in or even yeah. Tron. Tron was really pretty popular, you know. It was like, why the hell not? I mean, you're just going to get people to buy it, you know. I mean, yeah, buy yeah it. I just – I. I always get grumpy about, like, these things, like, like even, say, for example, like, not that I'm the biggest fan of Ultimate Spider-Man, but the DVD set is really intensely stupid. Like, the one they have out now, I think, has, like – 10 or 14 episodes or something. So, number one, it's not the whole first season, okay? Number two, the episodes aren't even in order. 
Like, it's like, it's just a bunch of random sampling of episodes, I think, because they wanted to somehow tie into, like, when the Avengers movie came out or something. So they, like, grabbed all the episodes where, like, Thor and Cap and different people like that guest starred. So it's like, you might have, like, you know, episode one, episode two, episode four, episode seven, episode 11, episode six. You know, and you're just like, yeah, what the, like, can't you just, you know, just give me the sets. Like, or, or the one set that has all 26 episodes and in fucking order, you know, like, I don't, I don't know why that's such a, and as you, you know, as you complicated stated, a thing, lot of these, you know? a lot of these shows go episode, 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 so you're just kind of shitting on the people who actually get into it with these DVDs because they're like, oh man, the first two episodes are really good, I can't wait for episode three. Episode seven? What the fuck's going on, you know? And then, and then conversely, I guess, tying into their whole marketing strategy or studio thinking, it's like, well, Ultimate Spider-Man, you don't have to watch the episodes in order. You could watch the episode with Nova and Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's like, if you watch the episode with <laughs> Doctor Doom, like, you're not going to be lost, no matter what yeah. order you watch it in, you know? Uh, I guess. It, it, it's kind of like Mike mentioned earlier. It's like, I don't understand the whole marketing of these things, I guess, like... Uh, another show that was canceled before its time, Symbiotic Titan, and it was said it was canceled because no one wanted to like, you know, keep up with sell it. any merchandise. And I'm oh. like, really? Like no one wanted to like make the toys or even make like Symbiotic, Symbiotic Titan like underwear or fruit snacks. That seems like <laughs> it seems weird that like nobody like like took a bite out of that. And they're like, yeah, this this show is from you know Gindy Tartakovsky and. Uh, we're going to have some fruit snacks, and it's going to be on Cartoon Network, and we're going to well, make less than dollars. I don't know, I don't know I, if I have any insight into it, but it sounds like to me like that's a symptom of like, like what's, what's going on on movies as well. Like Because now it's like a risk to do things that are even slightly original. And even mm-hmm. though even yeah. though they had the name, the name. See, they were going... They were going I, I, I think they were going with like the old marketing scheme of things where they're like, hey... We've got a name director, you know, a name creator. Like, Gendy Tartakovsky did Samurai Jack. He did Dexter's Lab, you know, and it's like, he made lots and lots of money for Cartoon Network. You know, you know Dexter's Lab played, like, a billion hours a day and sold them tons <laughs> of advertising space, right? So when you tie in his name to a new series, it's supposed to be like, oh, Larry, he, he made us tons of money, like, greenlight it, like, whatever, right? Which is what they did. But I think the thing is now it's like unless it's like based on a comic or based on like, you know, somebody who I guess maybe the, you know, man of action must be the new hot fucking shit thing. But even then, it's like they're not making new Ben 10 episodes, are they? I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I think Ben 10 something, whatever it's called, shit. Oh, it's like some kind of sequelization. So basically, <laughs> yeah. like, they made it its own franchise now. So I guess, yeah. to me, it's like, unless it's a sequel or a franchise or based on a comic or some kind of novel or property or, in the case of movies, it's, like, all about doing the remake. It's like, we can't just, you know, make a movie. It's not good enough to have War Kong Wai, who's, like, the greatest fucking Chinese director that exists right now, direct a movie. Because that's not good enough anymore. It's like, it's got to be a remake of fucking Ip Man with fucking Ji Zhang and all these fucking famous Chinese actors and War Kong Wai. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you've got to have like the whole fucking package. And even then, people see the trailer and they're just kind of like, yawn, I don't fucking care. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, like, oh, you know. like, I've seen all this shit before. It's like, people are so 
I don't know what the word is. It's like everybody's seen everything, you know. Jaded? Yeah, maybe jaded to it or, or just, you know, there's a lack of enthusiasm, yeah. desensitization, like whatever it is, you know. It's like, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, who cares that she's about to get hit by a train? You know, yeah, or whatever. It, I know that's like totally random, but that's kind of like what's on my mind. You know, well, like, it's like me, me and Justin saw like uh, Pacific Rim this week, and I liked it. I thought it was really good. <clears throat> it was it the best movie ever? I don't know, but I enjoyed myself. And it would be a foregone conclusion. You would think in your head, giant robots, big ass monsters, even the guys like who are the pilots have these cool suits that they like. You know, pilot the mechs in toys out the ass. There's like four toys out. Yeah. You know? well, it's like I was laughing like cuz on bot talk cuz I love all these people like on bot talk. I won't name names, but they're like, you know, you know, if Pacific Rim doesn't make more money than like, you know, all the Michael Bay movies put together, you know, then there's no like justice in this world. And I'm like, well, of course it's not going to fucking make no. that much money, you know. People people but, don't like I mean, I mean, I, I, and I won't go into this cuz we were talking about cartoons, so I won't go into it too much. But I remember reading an actual, on Yahoo of all places, an actual, actual article where they were talking about like how franchises, franchises are, are now. now. If you have a franchise, it's going to be the one that makes money. Like, look at Lone, Lone Ranger and Tano. Okay, yeah, it wasn't a great movie. I mean, it was pretty crappy, and it was kind of, even Justin didn't like it. He's a big Lone Ranger fan. But at the same time, it's not a franchise. There hasn't been, like, a whole bunch of Lone Ranger movies. The last one was in the 80s, for Christ's sakes. And that didn't help it at all. So people nowadays are not, like, going to be like, you know, ooh, I want to see a Western with guys I'm not familiar with. They're like, no, I mean, let's watch X-Men because that was around since, like, the early 2000s, and we've, we've seen all those movies. And even if they suck, someone's going to get stabbed by Wolverine, so fuck it, let's watch it. You know, it's like the franchise is the king now. If you have an established property, you're going to make money. If you're original, probably not. And so that may or may not answer questions on why Symbiotic Titan, you know, tying it back into the whole cartoon thing. You know, it's like it may be an original idea. It may be from a, a renowned creator, director, or whatever. But, you know, I'm sure a lot of those companies are like, yeah, I don't want to do a bunch of marketing for these toys that nobody knows about, you know. I mean, most of, these, most of these places now, they don't even want to do any marketing for themselves, you know, they want the movie to promote for them, and then that's how they save on costs. You they know? want to look at viral marketing with everybody talking about it. Yeah, yeah. They're, I guess it's like, oh, are we going to market this unknown symbiotic titan, or are we going to market Green Hornet with Seth Rogen? Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. I guess. Still, still waiting for Symbiotic Titan to get some kind of DVD release yeah. or something. But I don't, I don't foresee that happening unless yeah, maybe exactly. some kind of made-on-demand. Type thing from somewhere. I want a soul of Chogokin symbiotic Titan toy right now. Hell yeah! You hear, you hear that, Japan? I, w- I will say this though: if anybody is interested, at least in Thundercats and Symbiotic Titan, if you don't mind staying up late, they are still airing on Adult Swim and repeat, so you can check them out there at least. And a lot of these other shows are on DVD and also like Hulu yeah. and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Scooby-Doo is a little complicated, but they, they've got, like, a couple singles of, like, the first season. Like, the first, I think, 13 episodes are on three different DVDs. And then for the, the last couple seasons, which I had been trying to catch up on, they're a little better. It's like they're kind of like part one and part two, you know, and it's like 13 episodes in each 
each two-disc set, so it's a little better than those singles they had before. But you can you can definitely catch up with things like, you know, Young Justice is all on DVD, Thundercats is all on DVD, Green Lantern's all on DVD. Um, like I said, G.I. Joe Renegades from Shout Factory, that's on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, Avengers, the, the domestic releases kind of suck. Like, they're all, like, these weird parts. Um, yeah. but the, the Blu-rays from Canada are fucking awesome. So if you don't mind investing a little money and doing a little importing, those can Canadian Blu-rays are really, really good. Um, Clone Wars, I, I know we kind of mentioned that briefly, like all those that's, are on the release. Yeah. Well, they're just, they're just getting ready now to release the fifth season on Blu-ray and DVD. And then when they do do that, and when they do do that, <laughs> <laughs> you said do When they do do that, uh, they're going to have a box set of all five seasons for anybody who didn't, you know, I guess keep up with it to that point or whatever. Um, and then um, the only thing that's not on DVD or Blu-ray is uh, Tron Uprising. I was just about to ask Justin, like, is that still on the air at all? Like, does it still play I, on Disney XD? I, I know that, like, uh, I'll let Justin go. I, just, I know that, like, about four months ago, they showed, like, the first four or five episodes uh, on regular Disney Channel. I don't know about Disney XD. I don't have that. I don't think so. I mean, you guys know I'm kind of uh, usually a night owl, and I'll usually stay up late and watch TV or read or something, but... Um, they had been showing it, like I said, like midnight on Sunday, but I haven't seen it on in quite some time, so it may be yeah. completely off schedule. Yeah, so I, I don't know if people would get a chance to, to do that other than any other illicit means unless they finally do decide to release it on Blu-ray or DVD, or maybe you could just do it digitally, you know, do the whole, uh, you know, get it on uh, iTunes or something like that or what have you. Fan hole supports illicit activities. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? As long as you get to watch good shows, I totally do. So um, I don't know. I guess I guess unless there's any um, <sighs> any other last final comments on our canceled cartoon cavalcade, um, uh, we'll move on to uh, awesome thing of the week. But are, are there any last thoughts on uh, that anybody wants to say? Um, I know we were debating whether we mentioned or not, and I'm not going to go into detail about it. But would like to say rest in peace, Futurama. You're going to end on a good note. You get actual final season and. It's been a good run, guys. It was a good show. I just want to yeah. say, like, that episode where it was, like, uh, cartoon parodies, like, I was laughing the whole way through that episode, man. Like That I, was a great episode, I, I, yeah. I can't remember the last time I laughed at, like, the whole episode. And, like, like I was telling you guys, like, on Bot Talk, I don't know why, but during the Smurf strawberry shortcake thing, whenever Zoidborg said Bort, like, I was cracking up so hard, like, I had to stop Bort. watching... <laughs> Like, I had to stop watching. My face was turning red. Like, I was laughing so hard. I must get my hands on those healthy purple berries. Bart. <laughs> Bart. You just said it so unenthusiastically. Bart. And the G.I. Joe parody, too, made me yeah. crack up. Yeah. I like their, their little, like, pat, their, like, redo of the theme song where it's like... They fight for the heck of it because they like to hit up G.I. Zap! G.I. Zap! G.I. Zap! is the code name for an elite group of heavily armed mercenaries eager to murder the enemy regardless of the cost in innocent lives. Me and Justin were just like 
falling out of our chairs whenever, like, they were doing the violence. And it's like, hey, I called that axe with my head. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> they had to do, like, all these, like, edits to, like, to the show. So it was, like, all this, like, DBZ stuff. Like, you know, that building's empty. And, you know, and... Uh, or, like, you know, Fry's character gets shot, and they're like, oh, no, like, Fry's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was like, a direct homage to, like, Duke dying. Yeah. Like, like he, he was even, like, lying on her lap and stuff. Yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, that was a good episode. That's pretty awesome. I just wanted to mention, I forgot to mention it when we talked about Thundercats, but I... I I, I thought the final episode of Thundercats was cool, and I, I was kind of like, uh, oh, no second season for this, but it's it's the return of Pimpra! <laughs> Mumra, the well, ever pimping! At least uh, Pumara's of age. Like, it's not Wily <laughs> Kid and Wily Cat, you know? So. Don't read the comics. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Let read the, the dogs com- out. Sound the Dober alarm! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, uh, cool, alright, so I guess we'll, we'll go into, uh, what's your awesome thing in the world this week? I'm, I'm staring at, uh, uh, Mr. Michael here with, uh, a bunch of, uh, red butter knives coming out of his fists on his, uh, Skype avatar. So, uh, why don't you tell us, uh, what your awesome thing of the week is? Well, as my avatar might suggest, uh, I saw The Wolverine last night, and... I thought it was pretty decent, you know. You know, I I was expecting to be underwhelmed by it, but it pleasantly surprised me. And you know, it was it, it wasn't like really like completely faithful to like you know like obviously it was it was taking a lot of cues from the Claremont Miller mini, but um you know like it, it shuffled things around and it like told a story that was like like new, so it gets a lot of points for that, like being like more original, I guess. And you know, I enjoyed it and. It had a good like mid credit sequence that set up Days of the Future Past. So yeah, I thought I, I thought it was okay. Like I mean, I, I kind of expected it to be like terrible, and it was just kind of okay. So I mean, I guess that's a positive. There's there's some stuff in it that was kind of hokey, you know. But you know, yeah. it, it's nothing that that immensely angered me or anything. It was just you know, it was just kind of there, you know. So I I, well, I, I was, I was kind of like I was like calling upon like your comment. Like I think you even said it earlier in the show where. I was like, you know, once once they did bone claws, like they can never put that genie back in the bottle. Yeah, it yeah. Like it's it. like now it's just out of the bottle, and it's always going to be there. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, like uh, you know, I I I didn't mind watching it. Like it was it was cool. I liked I liked Mariko a lot. Like I thought all yeah. She she was supposed like her and uh, Yukio. Like that was the first movie for both of those actresses. Oh really? Like, they, okay. They were like total newcomers, and I thought both of them were great in that movie. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were both really good. Like, I, I liked them. So I think they were they were probably the best um, best parts of that film. You know, wh- whether they were, you know, comic accurate or not, you know, they were still really good. I think, yeah, they, think, they I were think Yukio got, like, some of that Scott Pilgrim movie love or whatever. Like, she wasn't... Yeah. She wasn't such an evil bitch whore in in the movie or whatever as <laughs> she was no. in the comics, you know, so... But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was cool. Um what about you, Justin, man? What's your what's your awesome thing of the week? I'm going to blow your minds because I got three awesome things. Whoa. Whoa. I'll try to go. <laughs> Who do you think you are, me? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to go through them very briefly. Uh, first one, 
as Tony mentioned, uh, I saw Pacific Rim earlier this week, and I thought it was really good. Um, like Tony said, uh, giant robots fighting monsters, and Ron Perlman like acting kind of weird. Like you can't go wrong with that. Like it was it was a lot of fun. I loved it. Second awesome thing, I've been watching uh, old, the old '60s TV show, The Man from Uncle. Um, it's kind of a uh, you know there was a big spy craze during the '60s. You know it was the Cold War. And, James Bond movies heavily influenced a lot of shows, and it's a really fun show. It's very kind of uh, serious, and it has uh, uh, Robert Vaughn as a star and David McCollum, who you may know from uh, NCIS. He's Ducky, the uh, medical examiner. It's a really good show. It has a lot of like really fun guest stars. Like I saw the episode with uh, Shatner and Nimoy. That was a lot of fun because they were kind of uh, playing against each other. And There was another fun episode that had uh, – uh, Ricardo Montalban and uh, June Lockhart from Lassie and Lost in Space, and that that was a fun episode too. Uh, my final thing is uh, courtesy of Derek. We're roundabout ways. Uh, I bought my first uh, Masters of the Universe uh, classic figure, and it's the uh, Galactic Protector He-Man. Which, if you don't know what that is, basically it's the New Adventures version of He-Man. And if you're wondering why did I make this my first uh, He-Man figure to buy from this classic line, it's because like I was always so disappointed with that original figure. Like I was, I remember being a kid watching New Adventures. Like it, I didn't think it was as good as the original, but I was still like, yeah, I want that He-Man. And I never, I went a long time without seeing the toys in stores. So I just imagined like you know classic bulky muscular He-Man. With that outfit, like that's what I had in my brain, and then I remember like going to a friend's house or something, and he was like, "I got the new He-Man." I'm like, "Cool," and he just like brought out this like tiny, you know, GI Joe skinny looking thing. I'm like, "What? What's this? This isn't the." Oh, it is. And I was just so disappointed. So when I saw they were making this new version, like I had to get it, and it's really great. It's a really great figure. Um, I'm probably not gonna go like crazy and go into debt and buy a whole bunch of you know classic figures um <laughs> if, if they make like a new adventures version of skeletor like i'd happily get that and you know pose them and have them clashing i may go you know, back you know you're it. just waiting for butthead <laughs> yeah <laughs> um like i may go back and get like uh he-man skeletor and hordak and she-ra but like that maybe like i probably I don't even know if I'm going to do that. Like, they're really nice figures, but, like, kind of, I don't know. I don't want to, like, go into debt and, like, have to, like, sell off a bunch of stuff and, like, you know, live in a box. They are a little bit on the pricey side, yeah. I I don't want to, like, live in a box and sleep under a pile of, like, unopened figures or something. Like, I think that's kind of insane. He-Man, He-Man will keep you warm at night. (laughs) With the power of the good and the way of the magic. Nice. Yeah, you just you just ride the Starship Eternia, which is in reality a box by the river. <laughs> it's like got a marker on it, it says Eternia on the side. See if I fold it this way, it's a bigger box. <laughs> it's bigger on the inside. No, um, but yeah. Cool. No, I'm I'm happy you um you are happy with the figure. I heard it has the awesome like upward swivel hand or whatever that everybody's like happy about yeah that's pretty neat i took a bunch of uh, photos and posted them on bot talk and uh 
another side, and everybody's like, well, it looks like a really nice figure, and it is. I will say, like, the only minor complaint is I'm glad I opened it because if I was planning on keeping it mint on card, like, the card was kind of dinged up, like, considerably. Oh, okay. So do, do, do those I'm, – I'm just guessing they do because I'm assuming they're like the DC Classics ones or whatever, but they come in those little white boxes. Yep. And then the box the, – the other box is like inside of it or whatever, right? That's yep. weird. Like I've never – I mean I, I – you know, just speaking for myself, like I never got any um, sub figures where the boxes were like horribly, horribly damaged or whatever. So I guess maybe since it had further to go, you know, like it's only coming to me from California to California. Maybe yeah. since it had to travel across the uh, the the whole, you know, country, it got dinged up along the way. How about you, Mr. Tony Jackson? Uh, what is your what is your awesome thing of the week? Um, I've got two. Uh, mine are going to be really quick too. Uh, my first one is I will not give the website name because I'm a greedy bastard and I want to keep ordering from this website because they got good toys and good prices. Uh, <laughs> but uh, through the magic of Bot Talk, I was able to find a website that is offering older Transformer toys. By older, I mean Chug, which. If anybody doesn't know, it's an acronym, acronym for uh, Classics, Universe, and Generations. There's a lot of these figures that are hard to find. Some of these never got released widespread. Uh, one of them would be Grapple, Solar Storm Grapple. And he was hard as hell to find. And I got him for 24 bucks and 99 cents plus uh, shipping, which was awesome. He was 20 bucks at retail, so 4 bucks is nothing I'm really ashamed of. Also, never got a chance to get my hands on Jazz, or Agent Jazz, as he's called. And again, fourteen ninety nine, another four dollar price increase. Not pissed off about that either, because you would probably pay, well, what, two three times that on eBay, Mike. Probably, yeah. So pretty happy about that little website. I want to hit him up again. He's got Ratbat, and next week, well, not next week, but the uh, next paycheck I get, I may treat myself. He's a forty dollar figure, but I don't know, man. Mike, me even Mike knows that's that's a nice that's a nice repaint. That is a really good, like, reuse of that mold, too, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, debating, because I just spent $40 there already for the two figures, and I'm, like, an exclusive figure, and he looks really good. Uh, I'm still debating it. That's, that's uh, I'm not a big spender as far as my uh, toy purchases. What's so the, Come what's, on. What's the exclusive one? Now, Ratbat was released in the Japanese market. Oh, he's, uh, oh, okay. he's Scourge from uh, the Chug line. And he's got a new head, he's got a new paint job. And he, yeah, I was gonna say, Tony, like don't you want like Senator Ratbat so yeah. you can like reenact all those like exciting like Senate scenes and stuff? <laughs> you know? All the times where he was like, like someone's gonna betray me. Yeah, yeah probably. It's like, <laughs> it's like it, it, all those exciting like Phantom Menace, like you know it must Megatron be origin scenes with Yeah, with Ratbat, you know, it was like the fuel budget is like too high this month. God damn it. <laughs> the fuel budget is always too high. Senator Are you Ratbat. Are you gonna betray them, Senator Ratbat? Probably, but not for a few more miniseries. <laughs> vote vote Ratbat, yeah, you know. <laughs> but vote yeah, Ratbat, the Senator. <laughs> but well vote yeah. The fuel budget low or the same or something. But uh, as Mike as Mike and me said, like he is actually a robot figure. He's not just a box that turns into a bat, and, and that's that's kind of cool. But uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see on that one. My second cool thing is actually kind of a throwback retro thing. 
because this past Sunday on Sci-Fi, they had a huge-ass Buffy marathon from 9 o'clock in the morning till 5 o'clock in the morning the next day. Didn't sit through the whole thing. I'm not that crazy about Buffy. I do like the show, but that's that's a chunk of time. However, at 12 o'clock at night, I happened to be flipping through the channels, and what should come on but once more with feeling? And that is just one of the best episodes in the entire Buffy uh, run. It's, uh, it's yeah, a musical. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just really great. And just watching it again on TV kind of rekindled my old, like, you know, love of Buffy and how good it was when it was really good. So, uh, yeah, that just, yeah. There's nothing we can't beat except for bunnies. Except <laughs> <laughs> bunnies. Um, one of the highlights, I guess, I'll go ahead and say this, is one of my favorite things about the entire thing is, of course, Spike's a dick about it because he doesn't want to sing. But what I really liked is the fact that they broke the fourth wall, and they even mentioned it a couple of times that they kept breaking the fourth wall. And it was the fact that Anya was really pissed off that her and Xander's song was, like, more of a, like, romantic one-off song instead of a poppy feel-good hit. And she was really sad that, like, her song was as good as the other ones. <laughs> She's like, I th- it was. Do you think it sounded more like a pop song or more like, you know, a, a throwback to like the '50s? You know, I didn't think it really came well, out here. You know what? That's because uh, Xander can't sing. Yeah. Sorry, that's... Xander. Burn, but you can't. Yeah, everybody on there was pretty good except for <laughs> for old Xandy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'll I, I, tell, but he can't sing. Yeah. Was he dubbed over or? No, we, that was him. Sing. That was him. I, it just seemed like it, it was his. Was more like kind of spokeny, wordy. Yeah, like. it wasn't great. I was just wondering if he got dubbed over just for that too. If he was really that bad. So yeah. uh, hey, hey, he does other stuff well, like get tased by the police. Yeah. There you go. Get his eye shot out too in the show. Oh, <laughs> I think I think the one that still cracks me up is um, they got the mustard. Oh, they got out. <laughs> um, for anybody who doesn't know, the entire episode is about this demon who uh, grants a wish for Dawn, and uh, that's another character that's introduced later in the series is Buffy's sister, magical sister. And throughout the whole episode, they sing, and all the songs are just really funny. And again, just made me smile. If you don't even like Buffy and you just like quirky, weird shit that's really funny, if you like Joss Whedon, if you like the Avengers, you'll probably like this. It's got the same kind of humor. So, yeah, totally check that out. It, like I said, I've seen it before, but it just made me smile to see it again. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a good episode. Actually, it's funny. That's that's kind of why I watched Buffy on a regular basis, believe it or not, because I wanted to check out the musical episode because I heard, I heard Whedon talk about it at Comic-Con. So I was like, this must be good, so... Yeah, I, I I used to have the soundtrack, so like, whenever I was like in a grumpy mood, like driving to or from work, like I would always put it in and feel a whole lot better. Well, I hate musicals, and I I didn't like Buffy season six. So I was like, what is this bullshit? Counterpoint, <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Bored. 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 I must get my hands on those healthy purple berries. <laughs> oh man, awesome! Um, well, I guess my my awesome thing is just going to be a little ditty of a story. I don't actually have it yet, but um, I'm sure it'll come to me shortly here, or at least by the time this recording airs, I'll have it in hand or whatever. But um, I actually um, camped out at Hasbro Toy Shop, and by camped out, I mean just you know pressed F5 repeatedly on the website until the uh, 
San Diego Comic-Con exclusives started showing up on the website, and I, I grabbed a uh, Thunderbolts set from the Marvel Legends line, so I just kind of... Oh, yeah, you were on the fence about that. that. Are, you, are you happy yeah. that you did it? No, 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 I'm happy. I'm fine. I'm, I'm glad I got... I mean, I figured I... I sat there, like, on Monday and Tuesday, and nothing was up, so I was like, oh, I woke up early three days in a row. I might as well might as well get this when it comes up, so I did, and, like, that's, you know, that's good. It's my awesome thing, so I'm glad I, I nabbed it or whatever, so... Well, I think, I think it was what really established uh, you just wanted crossbones, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah, I like. I was, I was gonna say, I, I thought you wanted a Satana to make sexy time with Namor. No, I, I wanted, I wanted a Satana. That so was my idea. Justin was gonna be uh, jealous of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you credit though. That is a really badass crossbones. I, I think he looks pretty badass. Yeah. So. And super giant head Luke Cage. Yeah. Super <laughs> giant head, along with like super giant head Steve Rogers. They need to form a support fucking club for their big old heads or whatever. Even even that that Hawkeye coming up looks like he has a super oh, really? giant head okay. too with the sunglasses. Yeah. Sweet Christmas, having cephalitis. <laughs> Gigantism. <laughs> Was once a man. <laughs> You're making me crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess we kind of lost it. But, um, you know, you can you can listen to us on fanholspodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, if you have any sexy, angry, perverted emails to send us, you can send them at fanholspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter. We have a Facebook page. Uh, thank you to everyone who likes us on the Facebook page uh, or sends tweets to us or sends us emails. Um, we appreciate all the feedback. Um, if you uh, uh, have any kind of, you know, ideas for topics or things that you want to hear about, you know, let us know. And, uh, yeah, keep listening to the show. We appreciate you listening. And uh, until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC, signing off. Or <laughs> and Tony Chainclaw. My motherfucking arms got cut off, bitch. <laughs> Peace. Pimping. <laughs> <laughs> now kiss my glove. That's what he meant. And give me a bath. <laughs> no, the little kids. <laughs> the little kids have to give me a bath. Bort. <laughs> 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 <laughs>